What's up, Stop Sinking family? It's your boy T. Welcome back to the show where we work to heal what matters, to grow what matters. We're here to go from struggle to flow in our life, business, and relationships. Today, on show number seven, I want to talk to you about gardening. That's right. Gardening. What does that have to do with life, business, and relationships, man? Well, go with me here. How much time do you spend in the garden? And if we think about a gardener, we think about a farmer. They work the land all day. And often, just their working of the land is how they measure how productive that day was. They often lose themselves in their work. They aren't much concerned with the fruits of the labor. Yes, if you're a commercial farmer, I can understand you measure. But a gardener in their own life that works their backyard usually isn't concerned with just the fruits of their labor. A lot of times the fruits outgrow their own needs and end up feeding the neighbors. How many times have your neighbor brought over too many of the fruit that grew in their backyard or too many of the vegetables that grew in their backyard? The gardener is concerned with the work and losing themselves in the work. They're happy and singing, just working the land. They measure their daily efforts as a, way to confirm, as a way to confirm that they've produced that day. They don't measure their production through the fruits. They measure that they have produced through just working of the land. That's how they measure their love. They measure their efforts. Too many people, too many of us want to do things and we are demanding of seeing results of those things immediately. Too many of us want to see the fruits of our labor immediately. We want a direct correlation of our efforts to a tangible or a visible result that satisfies, that satisfies our need for this immediate gratification. We live in immediate gratification world. This is, how, this is what keeps us short-term thinkers. This is what keeps us at the will of others. This is what keeps us employees. Because we need to see the fruits of our labor in that two weeks. We need it to pay off so we can pay our bills. We can't think and plan further and budget longer and work to see that fruit come years from now, months from now. We need it in immediate form. And much of life is hidden behind the results you don't see. Much of what you want will come after years of effort without the vision you have in your mind matching a reality that you can touch. It will, that reality that you can touch will come years after that vision in your mind is held there. But I want to help you realize that it isn't as far as you think. And those years of work that get you there, what it looks like isn't as intense as you imagine. Much of greatness, just like a gardener's fruit, much of greatness happens through the casual sowing of seeds, through the losing 
yourself in the work just working the land. Much of life happens through a person just living there every day, just gardening, anchored to a vision that ultimately curbs their behavior to support its realization. Through the inches, through the etching of it, and small steps along the way, there are no leaps to greatness. There are no leaps to the fruit. There are only small steps. Small steps that don't seem like anything while going through them. Like you are standing still. And it is these small steps, these increments, these seeds you plant that will get you to be the thing you wished the mirror would reflect back. It is these small steps. So I ask you again. I ask you again, how much do you garden? How many small steps have you taken? How many seeds have you planted? How many do you plant on a daily basis? Probably more than you realize. Probably not as many as you should. Probably you distance a lot of what needs to be done because you feel you aren't quite ready for the intensity that it will require. But can you handle planting just one seed? And whether you realize it or not, you already have been. Your life is sitting on the seeds that you have planted. Whether you realize it or not, or care to admit, your life is harvesting today what you have planted years ago. If you are starving today, if you are hungry today, if you have less than you desire today, it is because your past self didn't think or care enough about your current self as he is, as, as, as they should have. And this is also where comparison falls short because everyone is sitting on different planted seeds. Everyone has a different past and different advantages and disadvantages that along the way they planted or failed to plant. So whether you realize it or not, you are planting seeds. And here's where I'm trying to propose. It doesn't take an extended amount of time. It doesn't take extended times or intensity to build skills to build talent, to build the steps towards your vision. It takes these small increments and consistency. It is consistency over intensity. Skills are learned and built 10 minutes at a time while you're waiting for something. You will never find the time or be able to sustain the long-term effort required if you went at anything you wanted to do with intensity. You will burn out. You will burn out time and time again and get too attached because you are going at it with intensity. And then because of that intensity, you will seek results from that intense work. And it's not sustainable. The casual doing of it without the intense pressure is the only thing that allows a sustainable level of effort so that you can continually build and progress. Intense work is tiresome and it is not sustainable. Your greatness, the seeds I'm asking you to plant, come 10 minutes at a time. The things that you want to do and be great at years from now, 
that you wished you would be amazing at today could have been done by your past self 10 minutes at a time through seeds that your past self could have planted 10 minutes at a time through consistent effort. I learned a guitar as somebody who didn't consider himself created or creative or musically inclined in any way. I learned a guitar 15 minutes at a time while I was waiting for someone. I just would just pick it up, do quick exercises just to get my fingers, the blood in my fingers flowing and get the guitar to be familiar to my fingers. And ultimately what I was doing, and I didn't realize this at the time, was positioning myself and my self-image into someone who can pick it up and casually practice without this, this, this pressure of having to put time aside for it or just trying to push myself to become somebody who looks at playing the guitar as a part of his life and makes such space for it as a part of his life. That's my, what my self-image thought that a guitar player needed to do. What anything that I've ever wanted to accomplish, I've always distanced it because I've always thought that that person must make intense amount of time and put intense amount of pressure on themselves and just dedicate their whole life to be good at what they're good at. But it was their seeds of interest, curiosity, and then follow through that they planted little 15 minutes of pressure, uh, 15 minutes of practice while waiting for someone, while waiting for the car to arrive, while waiting for your girlfriend to get ready. Just 15 minutes that amount to who you want to be. But no. Instead, everyone says, I don't have time for it. I'm not in the place in my life right now to be able to do that. No. No, to be able to learn that. I'm not in the place in my life right now to spend enough time to develop that, to have enough resources to build that. No. Only when I don't have as much stress. Only once my kids are a bit older. Only if I don't have my job and everything just taking so much out of me. Reality is you will never have the time for what it is in the way that you imagine things get accomplished. Your idea of mastery is romantic and it's not practical. Your idea of learning, your idea of achieving, your idea of everything that you want to be is romantic, not practical, and it's distancing you from everything that you need to do to keep you safe because you don't really want to adopt it and take it on your plate as something that you can actually tangibly do today with 10 minutes you have accessible to you. So you rather distance it and you rather say, I don't have time for it. And you rather put it off to a place in the future that is more comfortable to be able to deal with and more comfortable to be able to negotiate with and say, there's a time and place for that there's a time and place for everything, and right now is not that time. Well, let me tell you, there will never be a perfect time. You have to make time perfect. There will never be a perfect time. You will never find a perfect time to do the things you are supposed to do for yourself, for that vision that you want to hold of yourself in the future. Life doesn't hit you with an aha moment which, in which everything clicks and you feel it's time to go. Oh, it's now time to live that dream. If, you, if you're waiting for 
for something to happen or some level of certainty, if you're waiting for 90% certainty, 80% certainty before you can move on that thing, you are already late and underdeveloped and outmatched by the people out there that are waiting for 30% certainty. You must be willing to execute from any level of preparedness. As soon as you have the thought of action and it fits your profile of doing, it fits your goal that you're trying to accomplish, as soon as you have the thought, just having the thought alone is enough reason to pursue it. It doesn't matter if you can't squeeze it into your life. It doesn't matter if you don't have the extra hour it takes to dedicate to develop. Incorporate it in the smallest way, in the smallest fashion. And first, curb your self-image into believing that the thing you want and the person that you are can coexist. Because that's where it starts. You are distancing it. And then it will naturally start occupying more space in your life and your psyche. Everything you want in life that you distance so much can be yours if you just follow through on those initial thoughts of desire and incorporate it into yourself. Just flirt with it in the smallest ways, without any true commitment. Just allow yourself to experience it and feel it as a part of you. Just pick it up for 10 minutes and then let it take its own life. Don't force it. Just let it, let it take its own life. It will find its space in your life. You will find more time for it because it will find more time through its own pull, through its own urge, without you having to be intensely focused. Just make it easier for your future self. Make it easier just giving yourself those small experiences. Just make it easier for not even your future self so far in the future that you have to distance. Make it easier for your next week self. Make it more familiar for your next week self when he picks up the guitar, when he wants to record the podcast. Make it two more instances of experience that he would have, that she would have, that they would have. Just make it two more instances. I wanted to do my podcast and I wanted to support my next week self and him doing his third and fourth podcast and me taking on the, the duty and the responsibility of me doing the first and second this week and me serving my future self. So he can just be more familiar and do his third and fourth and not his first and second. Just in the small increments, I made it that much easier and I supported him that much more. All it takes is these small steps, these small steps that support your next week self. How do you eat an elephant? I love this saying. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Starting and looking at the size of what you are trying to accomplish is always overwhelming and it will always make you feel small and make you feel like you don't know where to begin this is where it's even more important then to chunk down everything to bite-sized palatable pieces mastery of a th mastery of 10,000 hours begins with the first hour the first hour in which you feel and sound and act like an amateur and I'm saying even those first hours can be broken down into 10-minute chunks. Allow yourself in that beginning, the child, 
to be a child, to sound like an amateur, to chew like a child, what would feel like a never-ending course, because it's his first time. And as that child chews through that elephant in what seems like this never-ending course, this large, overwhelming thing that we are trying to accomplish, who we are trying to be, before you know it, and just chunking down and eating those small pieces, before you know it, you're past the tough pieces into the juicy, meaty, tender, delicious parts of your goal. I'm sorry for the imagery, vegans. But it all begins with your initial steps, your silencing of the discouraging voices and the concern for yourself and only yourself in the upcoming one or two steps, upcoming one or two bites. Before you know it, those one or two bites, those one or two steps, those 10 minutes leave you so far away from where you started. So far out to see where you can't even see the line. So 10 minutes, and before you know it, just 10 minutes, as soon as you jump into something, just 10 minutes, it's halfway done. Just 10 minutes. 10 minutes of seeds planted for your future greatness. Just 10 minutes. And just like it's 10 minutes of greatness that will get us to where we want to be, it's also 10 minutes of not being fully present that have collected into the current life that we are living. And in times of chaos, sometimes we fail to recognize how our past actions have led us here. Or we are willingly blind because we detach ourselves from taking responsibility that it is us sowing our land. It is us responsible for gardening. But we must realize it is, it is our responsibility, the fertility of our foundation is all a result of our past working. And there are times when even I've felt everything I've done up until now has amounted to nothing. Almost as if I have spent an entire lifetime chasing the wrong things, learning the wrong things, building the wrong things. But the harvest you make isn't just from the specific seeds you have planted. It is not just from the specific seeds. Just the time spent in the sun. The time working the land. The calluses built. Are a huge part of what leads to the reward. A huge part that helps bear the fruit. It is your strength. You may realize that the crop you have been growing requires changing. It is not the specific seeds you have planted. You may realize that the crops need changing based off of what's in demand. Your entire output, output may need to amend and pivot to what's in current demand. So it is not the seed or the measuring of it and its direct fruit that becomes the saving grace for your future. 
It is the love that you have sowed that turns into the fertile ground that becomes your savior. The ground that has been worked enough time, worked enough times, turned enough times, nurtured enough times, that it will support the growth of almost anything that you plant in it. It is the very working of the land, not the seeds themselves that are the fruit. So in times when I have felt everything that I have worked towards amounted to nothing, and it was, it was just my working that helped me amount. So that's why I ask you, just start. Just start for your future self. Just garden. Just the gardening. And you weaken your future self when you don't start planting seeds for him. He can handle less. His load-bearing capacity is diminished. And then the future self, of that future self, support is even more diminished into this compounding effect of weakness. I mean, you're literally putting doing on such a pedestal and not realizing that it's the seeds of doing and just small reflections of those doing that lead to your future self and being able to do as much as you hoped. It is just the small ways and the small increments, the small steps that are just small reflections of the vastness of the doing that you hope to do in the smallest reflections of those vastness, the small steps that you take that don't satisfy you, that just feel that you can't connect how that step can lead to that result. It is those little steps that later on lead to your future self being able to have, have the ability to carry more weight and have more capacity and be much closer to who you hoped. And the scariest thing for me, the scariest thing for me is discovering something that I wanted to do for my life, that I really, really love doing, that I finally find the courage to do much later in my life where I have fewer years to live it. So plant seeds. Get yourself closer to that person that you hoped you would be through the small steps and the reflections of that small and that, and that large vision and the small steps that can only reflect that large vision. Like they can never be as large as you, as you would want them to be today. But for you to be supportive of your future self in the future that now hopefully has access to all those skills through the planted seeds and through the 10 minutes that you spent. Can only hope he has access to all that work that you've done for him so that he can either currently live the life that you have helped design for him, that you enabled and made accessible for him, or can easily pivot to that life because in your 10-minute increments, you supported the other things that gave him more options in life. And the scariest thing for me is me discovering the courage inside of me when I'm 75 years old and I only have a few years to live and hopefully they figure out how we can live to 150 at that point. And I'm not saying 75-year-olds should give up on their, on their dreams. I just would hope 
that I find the courage within myself to start doing the things, even in the smallest ways today, that are still only a shadow of everything that I hope I would be. I will never, ever in my mind currently be able to speak the way that I hope them, that I hope my future self will be able to speak in front of people. But if I don't start planting these seeds, then I will never be able to support that person. And I hope that it's not my 75-year-old self that, and obviously not because I have already started, but I hope it's not my 75-year-old self that discovers something else that I'm so afraid to start on today. It's one of my scariest things. And in Ed Milet, he talks about meeting a future version of me. And hell would be when I meet a future version of me, a maxed out version of me, everything that I could be when I meet at the end of my life, when I see God, and I see that maxed out version of me be opposite of me, be opposite of who I became. That is hell. For that person, I plant seeds today. He will not grow out of thin air. So my friends, I ask you to do the, the same. The best time, they say, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. Your future tree self will thank you. And I hope and I look forward to you all standing tall with years of withstanding winds and enough wisdom to see that it was never about bearing the fruit. It was always about our ability to provide shade and shelter for the world around us. I love you guys. I look forward to being the beneficiary of living in the world where you create and the world that you create with all the seeds that you plant and start planting today. I look forward to living in that world. I love you as always. Please share this with someone you love. I'll see you in the next video.